Welcome back, everyone, to Buzzword. Buzzword. Oh, he's so proud of it. By the fourth time, I mean, I really feel like it's clean. I'm getting better with every time. Also, but this is also my last. Can time. we also talk about how quickly you adapt to the mic, like body physicality, like how you have to position yourself to talk to the microphone? I think I was born for this. I think maybe. <laughs> is No one can see us, but we can see each other. Yeah, we're really putting all of our effort into it. This is a full body <laughs> we exercise. We look like DJs. I just want you to know. I have the comfy chair. I don't have to do much. Yeah, everyone's <laughs> sitting in wooden chairs and Will is sitting uh, on a couch. He's like, this is the best day ever. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, here we are. This is episode 16, everyone. That was easy for me to remember because it's in multiples of four. And this is the last one we're doing today with this group of co-stars. Oh. Guest stars. Co-stars. Actors, troopers, people, people. The troopers stay the same. <laughs> thinking about bobbers. Super trooper. Watching my collars. Um. So yeah, everybody's here. We've got our crew here, and yes, I know you're missing the voice of Miss Bannero. Uh, it's just me, Allison Abrahams, one wow. half of the directing team at Enumclaw High School. But it's okay because I have one of the stars of Frankenstein, which opens up on October 29th, here with me co-hosting. Hi, everyone. My name is Augie Hall. You've already heard me before because I've been interrupting because I just figured out we're allowed to do that. <laughs> uh, I'm playing Victor Frankenstein in our new show starting October 29th and running through October 31st. He's getting good at that. Can you tell he's been practicing a little bit? It looks still good. feels like he forgets the dates every time, but he's getting better. It's a dramatic pause. Did you hear what yeah. I said, Will? 29th really. through the 31st. 29th through the it's 31st. It's a nice personable quality. It is pretty great. All right. Well, we're here um, still with our awesome guest stars. We've got Miss Christy Weinbeck and Will Basting here. So we have a good story for you today. Um, it's it's How would you describe it, Will? Um, oh, right. The, the description. <laughs> I would <laughs> It's, Come on, that was the best lead-in I could have possibly given you. I'm just, I'm a little flustered, okay? I know. Um, You're the best, though. It's, 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 it's Tom and Jerry. It's Tom, it's, it's Tom and Jerry, but German. German Tom and Jerry. German Tom and Jerry. So it's not at all fun. Oh. I well, mean, maybe it will be. I think oh. German it, Tom and Jerry would be the most fun. It's very, it's a strange title. It's Cat and Mouse in Partnership. So I, I feel like it's it's not um, Wilhelm and Jakob's best creative titling. Are they going to have cartoon hammers and hey, wacky each other? I think that's our job as let's, the sound effects let's, people. Let's stop judging the title. we got to read the story. Maybe, maybe we read the story and the title is and then the we'll most judge brilliant it? thing ever. Okay, you're just right. Wait, All wait. right, fine. Here we go. We're going to introduce our cast. Small cast today, big audience. So here's our cast. My name's Victoria Woods. I am a freshman this year and I am voicing for the mouse. Hi, my name is Emma Fair. I'm a senior this year and I will be the narrator. Hi, my name is Isaac and I'm a freshman at DHS and I'll be playing the CAC. Awesome. So that's uh, the crew. And then uh, we'll be here with sound effects. I mean, we're just going to all jump in with our sound effects, I think. Meow. We're just going to interrupt. And we're just letting it all go. We're letting it all go for this one, everybody. So uh, here we go. This is Cat and Mouse in Partnership, a fairy tale by the Brothers Grimm. A 
certain cat had made the acquaintance of a mouse Weird. and had said so much to her about the great love and friendship she felt for her that at length the mouse agreed that they should live and keep house together. Title uh, We must make a provision for winter or else we shall suffer from hunger. Okay, see, the see, there, there you go. Already, right. we're in, we're two seconds in. They're already talking about how they're going to starve to death. Where's the Tom and Jerry fun here? <laughs> uh, if you could do the sound effects, we'll be great. All right, all right. Okay. I, I'm going to okay. add some cartoon wow. bonks. Bonk. Perfect. Wow. That's what we need. That's what we need. All right, here we go. Wow! <laughs> Said the cat. <laughs> <laughs> and you little mouse cannot venture everywhere or you will be caught in a trap someday. The good advice was followed <laughs> and the pot of fat was brought. Mm, fat. But they did not know where to put it. At length, after much consideration, the cat said... Hmm. I know no place where it will be better stored up than in a church. Oh, no one dares take anything away from there. Mm -mm. We will set in beneath the altar and not touch it until we are really in need of it. So the pot was placed in safety, but it was not long before the cat had a great longing for it and said to the mouse, I want to tell you something, little mouse. My cousin has brought me a little son into the world and has asked me to be godmother is white with brown spots and i am to hold him at the christening let me go out today and you'll look after the house by yourself yes yes by all means go and if you get anything good think of me i should like a drop of sweet red christening wine too all this however was untrue the cat had no cousin and had not been asked to be godmother. She went straight to the church, stole the pot of fat, began to lick at it, and licked the top of the fat off. Then she took a walk upon the roofs of the town, looked out for opportunities, and then stretched herself in the sun and licked her lips whenever she thought of the pot of fat. And not until it was evening did she return home. Well, here you are again said the mouse. No doubt you have had a merry day. All went off well, answered the cat. What name did they give the child? Uh, Top Off, said the cat quite coolly. Top Off? Mm. cried the mouse. That is a very odd and uncommon name. Is it usual? <laughs> is it a usual one in your family? What does it signify? said the cat. It is not worse than crumb stealer as your or building snatcher. Oh. Before long, the cat was <laughs> by another fit of longing. She said to the mouse, You must do me a favor and once more manage the house for a day alone. I am again asked to be godmother, and as the child has a white ring around its neck, I cannot refuse. What does that mean? Oh, maybe I, I think it's a cat. It's a good-looking like cat. She, I, I think he's just making anything up. Or okay. she, sorry. Got That's it. the problem you have? Not Whatever it is. Not the cat being a godmother and going to a church? Okay. No problem. <laughs> the good mouse consented, <laughs> but the cat crept behind the town walls to the church and devoured half the pot of fat. <laughs> Nothing ever wow. seems so good as what one keeps to oneself. 
said she, and was quite satisfied with her day's work. When she went home, the mouse inquired, What was this child christened? Half done. Half done? What are you saying? The pattern. I I have never heard the name in my life. I'll wager anything it is not on the calendar. The cat's mouth soon began to began to water for some more licking. All good things go in threes, mm. said she. <laughs> I am asked to stand godmother again. The child is quite black, only has white paws, but with that exception, it has no single white hair on its whole body. This only happens every once a few years. You will let me go, won't you? Hop off, half done, answered the mouse. They are such odd names. They make me very thoughtful. You sit at home, said the cat. In your dark gray fur coat and long tail and are filled with fancies, that's because you do not go out in the daytime. During the cat's absence, the mouse cleaned the house and put it in order. But the greedy cat entirely emptied the pot of fat. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. When everything <laughs> is eaten up, one has more something. <laughs> Last person I'd think that would do that. That was awesome. <laughs> we both looked at Will, thinking it was Will. <laughs> I was, I was as soon as that happened, Allison, I popped up and went, Will, and he was just sitting there on his phone. Yes, Isaac. <laughs> And well filled and fat, did she did not return home till night. The mouse at once asked what name had been given to the third child. It would not please you more than the others, said the cat. He is called all gone. <laughs> all gone, cried the mouse. That is the most suspicious name of all. I have never seen it in print. All gone, what can that mean? And she shook her head, curled herself up, and lay down to sleep. From this time forth, no one invited the cat to be godmother. But when the winter had come and there was no longer anything to be found outside, the mouse thought of their provision and said, Come, cat, we will go to our pot of fat which we have stored up for ourselves. We shall enjoy that. Uh, yes, answered the cat. You will enjoy it as much as you would enjoy sticking that dainty tongue of yours out of the window. (laughs) Set out on their way, and when they arrived, the pot of fat certainly was still in its place, but it was empty. Alas, said the mouse, now I see what has happened. Now it comes to light. You, a true friend, you have devoured all when you are standing... We're standing, Godmother. First top off, then half done, then... Will you hold your tongue? <laughs> cried the cat. <laughs> One word more, and I will eat you too. Um, All gone was already on the poor mouse's lips. Scarcely had she spoken it before the cat sprang on her, seized her, and swallowed her down. <laughs> that is the way of the world. All right. Well, I like um, it. Moral of that story. Oh, wait. I couldn't, Isaac I couldn't was born to play a cat. There was, uh, there was nowhere to so fit a cartoon nice. bong yeah, for an really oversized good. anvil. There's there no really spots wasn't. in there. You could have do like a wah, wah when the mouse was eaten. Well. Dear Jacob and William Grinch, oh, dear. please, 
Oh my gosh. Name your characters better. And so that when. Okay, that's taking care of. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was. Sworn <laughs> we had her muted. The thing is, she can unmute herself, but I can mute her, so I can interrupt her. It's like a game of cat and mouse. <gasps> Connections. Oh, what do you, Mercer? What do you think about this game <laughs> of cat and mouse? <laughs> Didn't even give her a word. The joke doesn't play as well when they can't see you muting it. It's just dead just air. A With a lot of static that all of a sudden just appeared. So I don't. I hope that's not in the recording. But if it it's is, buzz sorry everybody, buzzword. it is putting the buzz in buzzword. Uh, so I just want to take a second to do a huge thank you to our guest stars for the last four episodes. Thank you, Bestie. I love you so much. Love you right back. And I love you too, Will Basie. Thanks. Appreciate it. In advance. And, um, well, Madeline Neal's not here, but I do love Madeline Neal. I hope you can hear me. And last but not least, a big thank you to my co-host for the last four episodes, Mr. Augie Hall. Thank you so much. Oh, all right, everyone. I hope you tune it. Tune, yeah, tune. Tune is the word I'm looking for. Pretty sure. Oh, well, we don't have to uh, tune anymore. That's true. Click. They just kind of like. Click. Thanks for clicking on our podcast. It's everyone. a nice yeah. time you keep doing it. Unbelievably, we're available on seven different platforms. Crazy, right? The the. Okay, well, it's been fun. Hope you enjoyed Count and Mouse in partnership, and uh, hopefully, you'll tune in for Frankenstein in October. Yeah. All right. Love you guys. Bye. 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 Bye.